Hi, Matt here again. Uh, just boo technical difficulties, basically. Uh, this episode's gonna sound a little bit crappy, unfortunately. There's not a lot I can do. That's just how it came through when it was recorded. Uh, I've tried my best. Uh, do forgive me. And also forgive Morgan, because he keeps tapping the table. Well, I say tapping, but... Yeah. Hello and welcome once again to the M4 Project, you poor, silly sods. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Uh, this week's film is... Hell Comes to Frogtown. Hell Comes to Frogtown. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we should uh, introduce ourselves, shouldn't we? I'm Matt Jelenic. Michael Sullivan. And I'm Morgan Davidson. And I realised this week, I listen to the Bangles walk like an Egyptian far too often. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> How many, how many a day do we? Are we talking? At least one. At least one. I like it, man. It's a good. It's a good film clip. They're hot. They were attractive women. They were very attractive women. Bangles were very, very hot. I imagine it more like it, it's what comes on your clock radio, kind of like a uh, ground. No, radio. I actually so I think you wake up. I go looking for it on YouTube. I go looking for it on YouTube. Sadly, right, sadly, yeah. it's in my spank bank. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Um, Hell comes to Frogtown. This was my pick this week. It is a B grade and what I think is a cult movie classic. Absolutely. Set in a post-apocalyptic world after nuclear, nuclear holocaust, most humans have become sterile, especially males. So people that aren't are of high value, uh, especially the ones with as high a sperm count as our hero in this film, Sam Hell. Uh, what he does is, after a group of um, fertile women are, kid are kidnapped. Uh, by mutant frogmen, hence the frog town, mm -hmm. uh, to join their wasteland harem, Sam Hell is sent in to free the women and then propagate the species. Good, nice. an good analysis of that first little bit. Yeah, that's that's not too shabby at all. That's pretty much what you got from it. What I got from the very. Uh, that's pretty much the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. What's fun is is the how and the whys and and all those sort of things. Yeah. Like that. Mikey. I mean, I wasn't didn't even know what it was about going into it. I was like, okay, I can see this being going either to a degrade movie or a softcore porno. Like, yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. When he's in the chair, and he's You're got like, the, oh the crotch piece on. I'm like, did Morgan choose a porno? Because <laughs> <laughs> this is over. It's like you already got the highest sperm count we've ever seen. It's like this soft lighting, cute blonde in a nurse's outfit. You're like, what, what? the. <laughs> No. Good choice, Morgie. Good choice. Did I, did I download the You're not going to be able to get there until the frogmen come in. Yeah. But I'm definitely not. <laughs> definitely I'm, not. I'm, I'm sold so far. <laughs> um, so, listeners, our, our hero, Sam Hell, he's being captured at the start of this movie for leaving a string of pregnancies in his wake and being a bit of a hoodlum at the same time. By what I'm guessing, he was arrested by the local sheriff who was under the control of MedTech. Uh, MedTech, of course, is the provisional government in this uh, post-apocalyptic world. It's a group run by militant nurses whose sole purpose is to repopulate Earth. Uh, MedTech have found that, as Matt said before, Sam's sperm count is astronomical, and I think they did say at some point that he was the highest that they yeah. had ever seen. So he is convinced to join the repopulating cause in exchange for having his slate cleared of any and all charges, which included getting the sheriffish's uh, daughter pregnant. His first mission is what this movie is based on. He goes into mutant hostile... Uh, hostile mutant territory mutants being frog-like men created from the fallout of nuclear war and uh some save some very valuable fertile women that's, that is that what's that's what it says that's, on the tin. that's what it says on the <laughs> team that is exactly what the, what the film's about and what sam's trying to achieve get out there actually on your point of trying to repopulate repopulate the planet he's not trying to repopulate the planet 
they're trying to build a new army, army because sorry, they, yes. the enemies are doing the same, same thing. thing. It's like, we've wiped out most of the population. <coughs> the war's still going, yeah. but we, we need, need more people. They've yeah. mentioned it a couple of times. Like, the war is still ongoing. Like, mm, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Bang on Sam Hell. Yes. Basically what it's pretty about. much, yeah. It's, it's a 14-year-old's fantasy, the movie. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. be, hence the porno opening. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is the kind of movie where I would see it at 14 and think it's the greatest <laughs> thing in existence. <laughs> like, I want to be Sam Hell. Specific parts of the movie I would watch again and again. He's basically, he's almost created before, or uh, no, early Duke Nukem, but before Duke Nukem got a personality. Yeah. And he's almost, is Duke Nukem yeah, in a sense. Absolutely. <laughs> he's, it's, it's, he's in the land of the babes. Yeah, pretty he's much. He's spoiled for choice. It's also got this sort of anime element of, oh, you are the chosen one. You've got the highest scores ever. <laughs> the biggest and he's like, oh, I, just don't, I just don't want to do it. And the women are just throwing right, themselves at like, Well, we're going to do it. We're oh, fertile. Well. You're fertile. So going into characters, actors and their performances. Let's Wait, just. I mean, not, what can you say? Let's not really judge their performance. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Rowdy bad. Ronnie Piper. Oh, Rowdy well. Ronnie Piper is Rowdy Ronnie Piper. Like, there's not nothing no. more you can say. He brings to the table what Rowdy Ronnie Piper, Piper has. Does. Yeah. He's our virile hero, Sam Hell. Yeah. He he does a, a great <laughs> great job on. No ham with extra cheese. cheese yeah. Well, you can <laughs> expect from what? a professional wrestler league, don't Absolutely. you? Really? He's, yeah, he's playing to the people at the back of the stadium. There's no stadium, but he's, he's there. Yeah, he's playing for them, and he does so so well. It, if had someone tried to be more serious, he had yeah, a different it wouldn't answer. have worked. It, it wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. worked. You like, needed this that problem, man, and you're repopulating an army. Like some of yeah. the lines are so corny, but he delivers them so well that the corn is great. Yeah, yeah. It's really. It, great it turns corn. the ham into corned beef. It, it turns corn. the ham into corned beef. It turns the ham into corned beef. Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah, he, he doesn't have much dialogue, but what he does, I think he did. He did well enough. Again, for a professional wrestling lead, he gets a pass mark for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I liked Sam Hell as a character. Sam Hell as a character. I thought I he was. Like he was multi-layered like also, an onion. Yes, yeah, I did. Also he's like he's Shrekish. Yes, he is. It was just he didn't like the situation he was in, and he I don't know. He wasn't a jerk. No, he wasn't. He wasn't like they could have easily made yeah, him a he, jerk. He wasn't the gruff, unfriendly. I'm the guy walking through the wayside. He's like, I'm just looking for a good time. <laughs> Sorry, it also wasn't a creep. I feel like they could have really gone down a creepy sort of, yeah, you've got to get all these women. Well, they humanised him very much when he was talking about uh, Looney Tunes, another character we'll get to in a bit. Uh, When he was talking, like, when when everyone gave up on me, he gave a damn about me. It showed that he actually did sort of care. And he wasn't just wanting to sleep. Like, when they had that one woman who was slightly passed out, he was like, what? You want me to... It's a bit... No. A bit rapey? Yeah. He just felt uncomfortable with that sort of situation. Mm. Yeah. Like a real he, 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 did, he did well in this movie. I yeah. thought, like, uh, like he's done. He's done a few movies. I didn't realize how many movies Rowdy Rowdy Piper had actually done. He, he was out there. He was. He was doing good work. I feel I should drop the Rowdy, but it just goes too well. It just goes hand <laughs> in hand off the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, it's like saying Dwayne the Rock Johnson without saying the Rock. Rock. Yeah. It's like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Who the fuck's that? Yeah. Other than that, Sandel Bergman. Sandel Bergman playing the leading lady Spangle. Doctor Spangle. Whew. I had a thought she was a nurse personally. Hmm? Sure, she was a nurse. Was she a doctor? Uh, the the character's name was Doctor Spangle, okay. I believe. Oh no, she might. She was just Spangle on the ground. Spangle. Oh, okay. The Doctor Spangle might be coming from Frog Town too. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, she's, she's been moving. She's on. moving with on a up. different actress. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, totally different cast. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. Plan. Anyway, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yep. Yeah, she's fine. 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 
She, she's a she's a fine lady, especially when she does the inevitable pull off the dorky glasses, mm-hmm. let out the hair. It's like, oh, okay, actually, that really did work for you. <laughs> she had a t- certain type of sexy, and when he uh, initially tries to escape, um, they've got him on this with this cock sort of. It's a it's a basically they've told him this cod piece that he has. It has many functions. It makes sure that he has to stay near to her. Uh, it will zap his wang, which they've assured him won't cause too much damage, which is important because they need his bits. And also, it's strapped with explosives, so at any moment they can choose to blow his freaking balls off and kill him, but blow his balls off. Most of the balls. Thanks. Most of the balls. At least a bit of ball. Yeah. At least one. But at least there's a <laughs> flap. Yeah, which there's a flat that he can, he can use. Um, but in that in that scene where he goes to escape, he's initially Tom. And she was like, "Yeah, go for a piss," and he's like, "I'm just going to go over there." And she's like, "Yeah, you won't go far because but, she knows." Yeah, um, you see her walking off, like strutting off in there, and she's wearing these tights. And I was like, oh, "Yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. Da- yeah, pretty much dad ass, dad mm. da- ass indeed." Um, and for me, I know we've got some more some more quotes coming, but. One of my favourite quotes was from 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 Spangle, and that was "Relax, I've been trained in trained in seduction techniques." <laughs> yep, and it was I lost it, it. Was it was it was so awkwardly delivered, and I I think it was on purpose. Yeah, and it just felt Look, so. She, nice. She's playing this nerdy character yeah. who's like has actually been trained in seduction, <laughs> and she's trying to reassure him, even though she's sort of awkwardly doing these movements. And she striptease. Yeah. Her I, job is yeah. to accompany him around while he impregnates women. women. Like yeah. that's. Don't worry, yeah, that your skills have been trained in seduction. Uh, other characters. Uh, Sentinella. Sentinella. She Had I seen this movie as a 14 year old, any scene with her I would have repeated. Yeah. Uh, she she was. Played by Cesc Verrill. Uh, apparently. Yeah. Cesc or Cesc. I'm not sure how to pronounce C. C is her first name. Wonderful actress. She did the gruff, unfriendly. Short haired long before I realised that it was actually a, a thing back in the 80s. Mm. Uh, the film came out in 1988. Uh, she reminds me of somewhat of uh, Mila Jokovic and, to yep. a degree, uh, Charlie Theron in um, the latest Mad Max film. Yes. Yeah, and they portrayed it originally, I thought, to start off with as a dyke. Um, she, and then she jumped, like, she basically jumps him and was like, I want to see if all the hype yeah. is correct. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, lonely. I'm not allowed to bang, bang because I'm not it's more important for yeah. the third people to bang. Bang me! Bang me, Sam Hell. And I, but yeah, she. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and in this film, it's it's a nineteen eighties, uh, B grade film. Nudity is to be expected. Of course. Uh, ten out of ten. Well built. Yeah, she was very well built. Mm-hmm. Other than that, there was only one real star that I saw, and that was the man that's always standing and walking, playing Looney Tunes. It was Rory Calhoun. <laughs> I really did like Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes was cool. And yes. he had some just deadpan, terrible lines as well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I've actually got a, a couple of other characters. Have you got some No, that, that, that was basically all the characters I actually wanted to write down but go for. It. There was more characters, but not with actors actually playing them, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. I've got some of the frogs here. I really <laughs> some of the frogs. I've got... Does it have who played them? Because of... No, I don't. Oh. Uh, there's... there's... Frog one, frog man no, one, frog there's, man two. There's bull, there's bull, bull, yeah. bull who started off menacing and then just turned into a Power Rangers villain. There's a point where uh, this might be scenes. I'll put that into a scene. But Bull's character, he's he's one of the frog men. They did quite well with the effects of this for for a 1980s. Yeah, I'll touch like on that, that later. And, and as their, well. their ability to talk, their mouths actually flap. Bull's this big frog-looking or well, frog-faced man with an eye patch. But my favourite of the frog people, aside from the frog lady. <laughs> 
I, I wrote down his name and now I can't find it. Not Commander Toadie. No, not Commander oh. Toadie. The the guy who's originally trying to sell. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, um, Leroy, Leroy, Leroy. Yeah, it's up here, Leroy. Uh, up here, one of my first notes is frog in a fedora. Yes, Leroy. It was a fez. Wasn't yeah, it? Oh, it was it's a fez. fez. Yeah, it was absolutely, it was a fez. Frog in a fez. It was a frog in a fez. That was one of my favourite moments. I had to actually pause and go back because I've been laughing for about two minutes. And he's got the full white suit and everything. I love that. And goggles. <laughs> goggles. That, that's pretty much the depth of the character. <laughs> Any other characters or actors, Mikey? Yeah. I not, not the frog not dancer. Really. Go, go on into frog speed. Well, yeah, the frog dancer, I guess. But no. Commander Toadie was yeah. menacing. Yeah. Are we going to touch on that a bit later? Yeah, yeah, yeah good, good, later. definitely. We don't want to skip over that. Yeah. Uh, looks and tone, then. Oh, the performances. Everyone was good for a B movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's good. Yeah, it, I even started enjoying. Best thing it about a B movie, you don't go, oh, that was shit. Yeah. It's a B movie. It's exactly. like it's it's bound it's it's ground level and then just going up. Yeah, only yeah, up. exactly. And it's one of those B B films that fully understood what it was a B film. It yes. wasn't trying to be something more. It's like Absolutely. come along for a fun ride, and you're like, yes, I will. So because your expectations are that level, anything anyone throws out, unless it's absolutely horrendous. It's yeah. fine. It's absolutely fine. And I think that goes into the, the looks and tone of it, really. Like, you get what you would expect from a B-grade movie. I think the limited sets they used were used well, and yeah. the simpleness of them uh, really worked for them. Absolutely. Yep. Like you said, that they used... They knew what they were doing, and they poked fun at it, and yep. Yep. it was fine. It all kind of worked. I love the pink attack vehicle they used. Yeah. Well, yeah that yeah, was yeah. just, like, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> yes. You have militant nurses running this provisional government, and what do they drive around as an attack vehicle? A pink... I don't know what kind of car I th- it was. I think it's an the, old Ford. Yeah, it? a big pink, pink Ford with machine gun on yeah, top of it. You're like, M60, thank you very much. Perfect. That was perfect. There's no CG, just all practical effects. Ex- exactly right. Because that setting was that wastelandish, rundown half the half arseness sort of worked for it. Yeah. And the setting looked to be in some sort of old power plant. Uh, the Frog Town itself, yeah. yeah. It, I think it, uh, it was probably a. Um, chemical plant or something like that it gave it that industrial feel and it worked well for the again what they were trying to sort of get out on a, on a I'm guessing a smallish budget I think it was a smelter anyway as far as tone goes though dialogue was no better than softball porn at times but yeah, um, yeah. that was acceptable yeah sometimes it was funny yeah so, but it's all the better what do we think overall what do we like it overall I, I, thought it I, I liked it I it was amazing I, I, I really enjoyed it. it it's as we said if you're up for a B film, and it's a B film that knows it's a B film, it's going to look you in the eye and say, "Oh, it's, gonna, fl- it's flat out B grade." We're going to have a bit of fun. If, you, if you're looking for that, if you're looking for something a bit silly to sit there and look at and laugh, I'd, I'd say yes. I'd it, say it's, it's best. I reckon it's best suited to watch it with friends. Get a pizza, no, out, yeah, get some definitely. beers, chuck it on the TV, and have a laugh. It's Solid from start to finish. I watched it for the second time and my wife was sitting, not watching it, in the same room as me. And she goes, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> this is just... I, I am not watching this, but this sounds hilarious. But it, it, like you said, it doesn't try to hide what it actually is. And, yes. that, and that does work for it. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And again, it's got a movie with a, a wrestling lead character. Like, you can't take yourself and, too and seriously. It, and plus it's a comedy. But it's got Rory Calhoun in it. So, yeah. you know... Yeah. It's got some big chops. Yeah, it does. For my mind, the acting's no worse than what you get out of Clerks. Mm-hmm. And people love Clerks. Yeah. For me, yeah, it's like I watch it and I, I like it, but I'm like, oh, the acting in this is terrible. Yeah. And, and people seem to like it as well. And it went on to do, you know, big stuff. So Huge. yeah, yeah. I thought they they got they got the story on point. Um, they managed to explain the world it was set in. Yep. And mm-hmm. everything 
that it happened and how it got to that point, which is very rare. Even to the point where even like smaller details, they covered smaller details as well. Yeah, really at the start as well. They covered a lot of it. A lot of it at the start. Yeah, it explains everything that happens, um, sort of as it moves along. Yeah, a lot of shit that would just slip through the fingers of people that would make in a movie like this, but they actually went back and explained it and made sure that I know that's a that's a hole, but we're going to say this explains it, even if the explanation is not great. Yeah, yeah. it still puts an effort into explaining. It was a strong how, when, and why. Yeah, yeah. The, The world they built was. Stable enough. Yeah. Funny looking, but stable enough. Yeah. Like you said, they, they covered those holes in the plot. Something like Paranoia could have learnt from that. Paranoia reference of the week. Yeah, para- the people from Paranoia <laughs> should have... No, they should have, wa- they should have watched that and went... I apologise every it time. It should, should have just not been called Paranoia. Yeah, That's exactly right. That's fix number one. Well, the biggest hole they did, which we just touched on before, was... You've got this big, virile, strong guy who could have escaped, and they fixed that straight up. Went, no, he's got a thing on him that zaps him in the dick if he tries to escape. If he tries to take it off, it zaps him. If he tries to go out of range, it zaps him. If yeah. anyone but me tries to remove it, it zaps him. Yeah. Like that is that is him controlled. Then even yeah. to the you can not escape. Because I go to the nitpicky sizes. I go like, well, what happens if he just grabs the earring out, rips it out of the head, and runs off? Well, she said that. She's exactly yeah. like they even cover that. Say if it leaves my body, if it does, stops contact with my body, it'll explode. Well, like, it'll yeah. go off. And like. I mean, it's not a good explanation, but you've at least recognised that that's a thing and you've yeah. covered it. So, thumbs up from yeah. me. I liked something that was always sort of happening in it as well. Like, they just managed to keep the story going. Yeah. You thought, oh, this is going to be... Like, when they on the car ride at the start, you were thinking, oh, this is going to be a bit boring because they travelled for a bit and it had just a couple of little lines. You're like, oh, how long are they going to travel for before I get to the, they get to the, the scene? And like, and, but they managed to fill it in well enough that you yeah. weren't bored. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was for... For a low-budget film, it was quite snappy. It was yeah. very, very lean. There's not yeah, any there was... scenes I can think of of the, like, why was that there? That's just filler. That was the director wanted to show he could do dialogue or something, blah, blah, blah. It was good. Now, those silences and stairs, though, as well, they also told you something about the atmosphere and what was going on. Yeah. Because yeah. there's a few silences and stairs, and uh, Spangle yeah. does it when she's doing that striptease, and she, like, looks really... De- like Disheveled. De- yes. Yeah, and like, what am I doing? Humiliated. And, yeah. It's silent, but you got so much out yeah, of it. You knew exactly what she was thinking. Absolutely. Like, there's nothing wrong with silence if there's a purpose for it. For it, exactly if right. If it's just like, okay, this silence has been going for 10 minutes where it could have gone for... I also like the music. That, that constant, the saints go marching on that kept on coming back in the background, just kept them... Yeah. Like, it was a good thing to move the storyline along because you were like, and the saints go marching on, so therefore they're moving on. The, the storyline's yeah. moving on, moving on. And that thing of him being, like, not saintish, but yeah. that thing of him, he's, he's the hero and he, they're, yeah. they're well, moving along. He is a saint. He's a saviour. Yeah. He can save the human race with one jerk of his <laughs> And also, in that Spangled Striptease, after it fails, yeah. the little bit of... Uh, I'll say, I think it was violin or flute yeah. or just whatever it was in the background. She wasn't saying anything, but the music was telling you with the looks she was giving what had happened. Absolutely. I know that's looking too far into a big grade movie, <laughs> but what they but did, no. it yeah. worked. You were like, ah, oh, fucking perfect. Yeah. I've seen high budget movies not manage to get that across. Yeah, they could have just blasted in with the you know the classic trombone. Also on the the costumes, like you've already said, they weren't horrible for the frogmen for what they were. They oh, were they were decent for I the reckon, time. I reckon they probably took the majority of the budget. Yeah, just probably. Looking at them, they um, looked really good. Can, they, they did do some really good stuff in terms of those effects. Like some of them would have a face mask, but yeah. they'd have the gloves and. And there'd be vague hints behind of shades frogishness. of a mask. Yeah. Fantastic way to stretch a budget. They really knew what they were doing. Mm. Compared to the movie Toad Warrior that they did uh, in 1996, which is like the the other... Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Uh, the other movie that they did... <laughs> that's, that's 
still a mess. But someone totally different did it. They did that in 1996. Now, I don't know if you guys have looked at any of Toad Warrior and the costume in it. But, no, no. okay, in this no. movie, in, I think it was made in, 90, in 1988, right? They did full costume. Like, yeah. okay, what you can see. Hands, frog, face, frog. If I'm sure they had legs, frog. In the Toad Warrior, they literally have... A mask on the men where it goes full full way, and the women. Oh, there's a, there's a woman at the start. She basically only has frog front face, female hair, human body, and you're like, it's '96. Uh, you didn't even try. No, you didn't maybe, try. Maybe but we'll get onto that. Expensive. We will get onto that movie because I have some things that I've read about and why we need to go watch it and okay. uh, and, and go I, on about it. I will say I did like that. There was variants in the frog people. Yep. Like there's like yes. the really toady ones, the really froggy little ones, of, um, our mate Leroy with the tiny head and the big fez. And the lady frog, the dancer at the bar, who had essentially a female body, but she had a frog hands and a frog head. And the way her frog head was a lot different, it had a lot more detail. Mm. And it actually worked. Like yeah. It made sense that she had a sort of more human feminine form. Yeah. Good costuming. Yes. Right. Yeah. Anything overall? You, you obviously, you guys liked it. Obviously, liked it. it was I liked great. It. One-liners, ham to the right level. That just really worked. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I was by myself. Usually, I don't laugh at things when I'm by myself. I was losing my guts. Me too. Had lines in this. Me too. I really was. It was hilarious. Yeah. You awesome. usually when it's alone, it's a you know, yeah, it's just a few exhales of the nose, and yeah. you're like, that must have been really funny. This is like <laughs> <laughs> pause. Yeah. Oh god. Okay, back, back, back. What did I miss? And for the listeners, would you recommend it? I think I said about five yeah, times. I, I absolutely <laughs> yes. would. And Mike, Mike's recommendation of sit down with some mates and yeah, put yeah. this thing on with a pizza and some beers. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a fan of 80s lame B-grade cult movies, then yeah. this is the movie for you because it's done really well. So yeah, this movie actually spawned two sequels as well, which I don't know if you guys looked into the third. I looked a bit, briefly into that. Well, I found them and I watched a bit of two and had to stop because it's yeah. glorious. Uh, we're going to do a, a watch of this at some point altogether and then we'll talk uh, maybe after the, a little small snippet for the listeners of what we actually thought of, of those movies as well. Um, the second one's a direct sequel but stars none of the original cast, which always tells you <laughs> yeah. it's going to be Right. Um, I do know that it stars Lou Ferrigno as a oh. guy that gets mutated and turns green and then has superhuman strength. Does that sound something familiar I to something like else that he's done? Yeah. Um, and then the other one was a standalone movie which I have watched, and it it is it is so terrible. It's almost terrible. Good, but wow, it was a turd. Um, <laughs> It was close to the room. They used, and this was like the got the director said this. They used Zen filmmaking. Oh, okay? I read about that. Yeah. Zen filmmaking technique, they which just—it's no so lazy. No yeah, <laughs> it basically has no script. A script. It's just plot points for the actors to ad lib and try and make the dialogue. It tries to make the dialogue more natural because of ad, ad lib. Um, that's exactly what the director had to say. Was it? Had to say about Zen filmmaking. It's just basically I got plot points, and the actors are just like, oh yeah, so, and whatever they come across, come with. But the thing is, the other person doesn't know what they're fucking gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like they're actually a frog person. Like, this could be genius if the people that you have acting are really, really good, good actors. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much if you look at it in the in the sense of um, thank God you're here. Yeah. The, the comedy TV show. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you had anyway? really. Oh, yeah, who's long is it anyway? You had really good comedians doing that. This, you had fucking... And this isn't B-grade, man. This is fucking C-grade? E. Like, oh, 
Z. I don't think there's ever such thing as E. E grade. E grade. Okay. Um, like you got E grade actors, right? Most of these I don't think were actors. Most of the people are like, hey, you want to do yeah. just say some lines? We'll give you fifty bucks to yes, we know. Uh, for the camera. Um, so you're not the quality of people yeah. that are good at it, you know? So so basically, he he was a director who said, oh, I've got a vague idea for a movie. I can't write a script for shit. shit. Yeah. Can't afford anyone um, else to write it for me. I don't want to hand over my vision to some other writer to fuck it up. Zen filming. Yeah. Done. Well, I'm pretty sure the second the second <laughs> movie is done by the same director. I'm pretty sure. No, sorry. I'm pretty sure the second movie to this is done by the same director. I'm pretty sure the third one is not done by the, oh, uh, the, the first, first and second. Yeah, are the first same and second are the same directors. Okay. The second one is not the same director. I'm okay. pretty sure it is a different director who went. What? I'm doing a standalone film. For what's, that. what's the third film called? It's, it's various names. It's got Toad Warrior, Toad which Warrior. was a, it was a, was a playoff uh, yeah, Rogue Warrior. Warrior. Um, it's also called Frog Warrior, mm-hmm. and then it's got Max Hell, come Max Hell something Frog Town, Frog this Warrior. Is or why the like. IMDb page confused the hell. Uh, out. Yeah, yeah, there was just so much stuff. Like I said, it's it's up there with the room for completely shocking movies. Oh wow! But yeah, well, well the room is just amazing in its own way. Yeah, we'll listen, we'll watch it, oh, and we will talk about it at, at some at point. Length. All right, uh, beer break. Yep, beer break slash. This is your warning. Oh, are we moving on to spoiler territory? Is there more? What do we got? This is your official spoiler warning. I mean, what actually? Wait, no, no, there is no spoilers this week. Uh, but there are some great scenes that are funny because they're so unexpected in this film. I would really recommend watching it before you listen to what we have to say about it. Seriously, there's some. It, it, it's it's bonkers. It's great. Yes. Do you know the three snake, snake dance. Do you know? That is now. I'm going to use that as a pickup line. <laughs> do you know the dance of the three snakes? There's the three snakes. Though. And and her response is an awkward shuffle at first. She decides she's going to dance good and proper. And she dances. And she dances. And uh, he enjoys it. And he enjoys it. Uh, and, the, and the line comes out. <laughs> and the camera pans down and his modesty flap is Moving. flickering in three different <laughs> spots. <laughs> and he stands and shouts, You've awoken the three snakes! You've aroused the three snakes! <laughs> yep. Wow. Uh, and it's like, Whoa. Which is pretty much what Spaniel's reaction is. This, uh, what do you mean? And there's a... Uh, he reaches down, lifts the flap, the camera obviously pans away in time, and she's like, oh, oh my gosh. gosh. He unleashes the frog hood. It's just, yes. Yeah. It's more about what was your favourite scene. Because if you sit there and go into what was oh, funny about yeah. a scene, that can ruin no, the scene. I, I enjoyed the entire lot. I don't have any sort of favourite scenes. I, like, I really don't have anything to negative to say. No. You can't really, though. Well, because... uh, it's not about negativity. Like, what, What's just the scene, a moment that happened that you were, holy fuck, that was... Brilliant. Oh, probably that was one of my favorite scenes. The the, the yeah. three the three headed snake dance was 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 brilliant, and as Mikey said before, that um when when he's being hit on by the frog lady and he tells her to put the the hood on and that yeah, sort of yeah. thing, that was also just gold for me. And basically, basically, anything with Spangle at the start where they're sort of getting to know each other, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, without going into it too too much, but yeah, it was all pretty good. Anything else to add to it? Go what, for it. Any more favorite what, One lines? of my favorite scenes is... Okay, so they've established that there's this character of the frogman. Bull. Bullfrog, get it? Ha ha. But he's the big meanie. He's the right-hand man of King Toadie. Ooh, he's, he's a bad man. He's got an eye patch. You know he's evil. And he's using a whip and that sort of thing. And he's sort of intimidating and scary. And 
he nicks off with Spangle, who's dressed as a slave and collared and all that sort of thing, tied down. He drags her off and he ties her to this walkway. He walks away for a second and then comes back and he loses all credibility when as he, a villain because he goes, yeah. <laughs> Like he's trying to intimidate her to stay. Yeah, like maybe just a boo would have done it, but he went on for like 20 seconds. That was one of the times I had to pause and come back because I lost it because it just kept going. So that's, <laughs> that's 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 one of my one of my favorite scenes. There's no twists. There's no surprises. It's all but about it's delivery. a fun ride. It's yeah. a roller coaster. Yeah, it is. You can look at it and go, "Well, the track's going to go f- down there, so I know where I'm going to go," and that's what it is. But it's one hell of a fucking ride. Cool. And that's it. I guess that's it. Next, next week. week. <laughs> so what's your movie for next week, Mikey? So my movie is called Stay, 2005, starring Ewan McGregor and apparently a whole host of other people. Naomi Watts or Naomi Watts. Uh, Bob Hoskins! By Ryan Gosling. Uh, lots of people. Lots of people in this film, apparently. Um, so it's about a thought, uh, it's a thought-provoking and haunting exploration of how reality and dream states may combine to form complex interactions. The line between imagination and reality blurs when the accomplishments when an accomplished psychiatrist takes on a patient that appears to be suicidal. Uh, 